0: So, hey, everybody. It's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> so, it, there's a few reasons for that. Last we left off, we were at the Love Yourself, Speak Yourself um, stadium tour, the last date in New York, or in New Jersey, more precisely. And um, we left on a high, <laughs> feeling sad that it was over, but so you know, energized and pumped up from the experience. And here we are um, a couple of weeks later and we wanted to record this episode to kind of just talk about what is life like after a BTS concert or for us, I guess, a series of concerts. Yes.
1: (laughs) I mean, I know we'd both read about it before, like how people say, oh, they have this like post-concert depression or like that life is so different after and i never really i don't know if i like i didn't believe it but it's like people exaggerate on the internet you know and so you're just like whatever like i've been to concerts before you've been to concerts before but it's totally different with a bts concert and especially with what we did and how we did it um you know we got to meet so many people and a lot of people that we've become really good friends with Um, that we talked to on a daily basis, and then we finally got to meet them in person, so it wasn't just, like, getting to see BTS in concert multiple times, we also got to finally hug our friends, and so it was just, like, these weeks of happiness and having something to look forward to, and then all of a sudden, it's, like, we come home, and what do we have to look forward to? (laughs) Like, We don't get to go see BTS again, even though they're moving on and going to, you know, they're still doing concerts and everything. Um, We're not going to them and we're not getting to see them in person. And so it's just kind of like, what do we do now?
0: It's really weird. I totally agree with you. Um, It's like, let's not get it twisted. It's this high, high, like Mm -hmm. nothing like it and it kind of ruins you for other things like let me give you an example like so this past weekend star wars land opened in at disneyland and i'm not like a hugest like, star wars <laughs> fan i'm a fan <laughs> but uh, i mean like casual very casual let's be honest um but i am a disneyland fan i love disney and in the past i feel like pre-bts i would have been like Way more excited about it. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like watching vlogs and stuff of people experiencing it. And I'm like, oh, that looks like great. But I'm just like, why are they excited about that? The only thing in life to get excited about is BTS. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, it's like, <laughs> there's like, and like other people talk about other things like that they're passionate about. And I don't get it, even though I get it because i feel that way about bts but i don't get it because it's not bts
1: (laughs) you know i'm so glad you said that have you seen so i saw this article the other day about um jk rowling is putting out three or four four new books based on um they're like they're nonfiction, but they're based around like hogwarts classes And it's more just, like, based on last year, that the whole history of magic thing that came out, um, that whole special that they did. And um, just based more around, like, the science and everything um, around the classes. But she's putting out, like, four new books that she wrote. And, yeah, they're going to be nonfiction, but, like, I love her writing regardless of what it is. I think she has a great writing style. And you guys all know that Harry Potter is, like, a huge part of our lives. And I was reading this and I was just like, oh, that's cool. It's like, when did my like don't life care? Come... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, <it's> like <laughs> when did my life come to this point that I'm like not excited about something Harry Potter? And yeah. I, like that's how you and I met was well, I mean, we met improv class, but you had on your Ravenclaw shirt. Like if you wouldn't have worn that shirt, I might never have like said anything to you you know like it I mean we would have still talked and stuff but like we realized we had this bond and because we both loved Harry Potter so much like that's how we started our friendship and that led to where we are now but it's like Harry Potter's had such a huge impact on my life like just growing up it was one of the first like major book series that I read Cause it came out when I was in like middle school, and um, you know up until that point, like I loved, I'd already loved to read, but I never read like book series. And because of Harry Potter, I love book series now. Like I, I can read a standalone book um, if if I want. Like I'm doing a um, one of my <clears throat> bucket list things is to read a book a week for an entire year. And, um, so I've read a handful of just like standalone books, but I really love to read series and that's all because of Harry Potter. There's just so much stuff like in my life that's happened because of Harry Potter and then like news comes out about it and like stuff happens in the, you know, the Potter universe. And I'm just like, okay, that's cool. BTS. Like, it's just, it's so weird.
0: Yeah, no, it really is that way. And it's only amplified, um, like, a million times since the concert. Like, I'm like, what is there to care about? (laughs) Um, But, um, so that's, like, I I guess I just wanted to, like, convey that. Because, you know, some of you listening may not have had the opportunity or the chance to go to a BTS concert yet. And up until, you know, before May, we didn't either. And it's one of those things that you definitely wish about. And obviously it was, it lived up to everything that we imagined and more, Mm -hmm. but you don't think about like, what is it going to feel like when it's done? And that's, I think the hardest part is like going into normal life. And like I said, we did this so differently. So we had like three weeks of living this kind of different life and it was heightened and it was amazing and like so as Molly said, BTS is like still touring and there's still the fan cams I mean that always happens. There's still the talk about everything, Brazil and London. And um it's been hard for me to kind of like keep up because it's weird. Like it's weird that like BTS is out in the world still doing the same thing, but I'm not there with the oh, <laughs> <laughs> And it feels weird that they're having these
1: like fun moments with other fans. <laughs> I know it's, um, I, um, one of my friends let me borrow their, I have a VLive login. Um, obviously we talk about VLive all the time, but I didn't buy the, um, Wembley, no Wembley because I spent all my money <laughs> going to BTS concerts. Um, so it's like, you know what, I'm not gonna buy it. I know it's gonna be like, a big momentous occasion for them but I just don't have the extra money um but I have multiple friends who did buy it and I was a they let me use their login um and I did watch some of the concert but it still didn't feel even though it was live and I know there were people doing live streams and stuff on Twitter and even though it was live like it still didn't feel like it was live you know like it didn't feel like at this moment like I'm watching them and they're in London performing right at this moment while I'm sitting at home in Texas. And it's like two o'clock in the afternoon here. And it's, you know, eight o'clock at night there. But it just, it still felt like I was watching a video and, you know, seeing all the stuff that they're doing and like hearing them. Um, and um, I've kind of taken also a hiatus from social media. Um, and then when um, Caroline tagged us in um that Harry Potter thing like I hadn't even seen that I hadn't mm-hmm. seen anything um about that and they're doing stuff like that like they're pretending they're from Hogwarts and Jen saying stupefy almost killed me that was like the cutest thing in the entire world but you know like they're doing these things and having these things and like we're not there and it does seem kind of selfish but it's like we were there for every other thing that happened um And like the, the bangton bomb they put out today was from, um, the New York show where they had the little GoPros and they were doing their like self fan cams. And it was so fun to watch it because I was like, we were there. Like we saw that we saw them running around the stage with these and like, we got to experience that. And, um, I mean, I'm happy for everyone else that got to experience it and like be there and see it because it is something so great to see in person, but like, I wanted to be there so bad. (laughs)
0: Yeah, I also think it's kind of, this is such a weird experience for us, because we went to see the first, like, five slash six legs of the tour, Mm -hmm. and, you know, so this was a new tour, a new version of the tour, so, like, it's weird that it's, like, happening, but, like, it feels, like, so much, like, our experience and again we don't own the experience i'm not saying that i don't want anyone else to experience it or them to go anywhere else it's not that but it's just like it's different than i think if they were doing the tour and then we were waiting with anticipation for them to finally come to our city and then we see it and it's like okay you have that one day those two days or whatever and then you kind of like move on and i don't know it's just um I think with growing up and being an adult, which I guess I've been for a while now, but (laughs) um, with growing up, you kind of realize that like everything has like pros and cons. And obviously there's way more pros to like going and seeing BTS in concert than there are cons, obviously. But there's like this bittersweetness that comes with being an adult, I feel And just realizing that, like, there are ups and there are downs. And unfortunately, the downside to an incredible experience like that is that it can't last forever. And, you know, experiences aren't meant for that. But I think it's human nature after you have such, like, a pivotal, like, dream type of experience to have, like, this come down that's, like, really hard to, like, adjust back to normal life. And, um, I know that you, Molly, have h- had it really hard in terms of being <laughs> sick too. <laughs> so
1: we weren't supposed to say that. Well, no, we can say it now because Jim and got sick too. So Jimin <laughs> said for us to not get sick. And, um, especially after Chicago and I didn't get sick until after New York. Um, and I'm still getting over it, but, um, yeah, it just like on top of everything, and I have a lot of things personally going on. Um, and it's just like it just seems kind of overwhelming. Um, and yeah, trying to get over being sick on top of having to go back to work. I think that was the hardest thing like coming back and then like going to work the next day. And it's like, no, I want to go back <laughs> to the concert. Um, Yeah, like it's like back to normal life, and
0: this kind of reminds me of like actually like studying abroad and living and working abroad, which um, you'll be doing soon, but let's not talk about the other part of it, but um, when you go and live in this, you have this like amazing experience for six months, a year, however long that you're there, and then you come back home, and everything's like the same, but you're not the same, and And it's just so weird and, like, other people don't care and, you know, or they'll be like, oh, how was it? And then they, like, move on with their lives and the world and even BTS is moving on with their lives. But, like, we're, like, kind of in this, like, weird, like, suspension of, like, you know, how do I process what happened to me and, like, this life that I lived for even, you know, these few weeks. And so, like, it's a very, it's like a reverse culture shock sort of thing and it's yeah so sorry to be depressing
1: (laughs) but it's like it's it's great though because we're still we're getting so much content and it's like i i have to try to adjust back to what it was before we had seen them because you know we had had this dream of seeing them we got to see them But we were still getting content all the time. We're getting V lives. We're getting fan cams from things. We're getting, you know, content from them, them posting and doing things. And we're still getting all of that stuff. So it's not like, and then, you know, we went through the whole comeback thing. And it's not like they're going away. It's not like they're being quiet. They're still there and prevalent. And it's just different because... (laughs) I don't, know, I don't know if you feel this way, and I don't think we've actually talked about this, but, like, they look differently to me now when I see them on screen, now that I've seen them in person. Like, I picture how they look in person, because they're, we, we talked about this, you know, in all of our concert things, like, they're even more perfect in person, which I don't understand how, but, like, they do look a little bit different, and it's because they're real and they're human, and like all we had seen was them through the screen, and then we actually see them in the flesh, and we're like, okay, they're actual, they're real people. And so when I watch like V Live, and watch like Run BTS, and watch things now, like I picture, I see them a little differently, and it actually makes it a lot better because I'm like I've seen them in person, like I know they're real, and um, like we've we've been getting so much stuff, so like I've been trying to be happy about it all. But I've had other things going on, too. So it was just, like, that post-concert depression just, like, adding to everything else going on. But, like, you know, we have FESTA going on now. And BTS's um, anniversary date of their debut date is coming up. And so we're getting tons of content. They're still touring. Um, The muster is coming up. So we have all of this stuff going on. But it's just, like, once you... I I find it... well like what you were saying like you don't want you weren't saying like you don't want other people to experience it it's we want to experience it with those people like I want everyone in the world to be able to experience it but I also want to be there you know so it's like I'm so happy for because I have a lot of friends not a lot I have a few friends that went to the London concert and I was so happy that they got to go but I wanted to be there too and um (coughs) You know, like I want to be able to go to the muster, and I want to be able to go to all of these things. It's like, but it's not feasible, and it's not something that you can do. So we just have to like. I'm trying to be grateful for the experience that we had, Um, but <clears throat> I still wish I was there. <laughs> and what what were you? Yeah, doing? I mean, you, like, all uh, there's a, there's a
0: few things. <laughs> there's a few things you said in there. Um one, the content is just overwhelming me. And I think it's because I have not emotionally like integrated back into life. And life, again, like it was before, it was so easy to like just take in all the I mean, it wasn't even easy then, I guess. (laughs) It was kind of sometimes overwhelming when a lot was going on anyway. But I just have felt very like overwhelmed. And I also have taken like kind of a bit of a break from social media, just because like, I think, again, it just like overwhelms me i still just have to process Mm -hmm. like what happened with us and i don't want to forget or like be flooded with all these new memories that aren't really mine for the tour when i want to like just live in the memories that i made with them um the other thing is that like what you said about seeing them like when we went to soundtrack Gosh, I, the fact that we can even say that. <laughs> cry, cry, <crying>, tears, tear, <laughs> <dear>. um, <laughs> But when, I can't even believe it. Like, uh, anyway, when we went to Soundcheck and we saw them, it, like, I don't know. It's, just like, something, like, changed. It's just, like, wow, they're just, like, people. And I know they've always been people. But, like, seeing them, like, I don't know, 10 feet, 15 feet from us. And, like, just seeing them in the flesh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, like, having, like, looking at J-Hope and him seeing me, looking at V, and V, like,
1: knows <laughs> I exist, you know? And I love because, like, like, you literally, you changed when V saw you. Like, <laughs> you, so, okay, so this is, like, the funniest thing. We, I sent Erica some screenshots. We had been talking about, like, what was going to happen when we saw them in person. and you guys all know Jungkook was my original bias and now I'm in love with Hobi. And I literally, I have not been bias wrecked since Hobi. But Erica was like sure that something was gonna change for me when I saw them in person. I was like, I don't think so. Like, I just, I just, I don't think so. And, but then we're like, is your bias gonna change? And she's like, no, like, and we're talking about who would be the most unlikely bias change for her. And she said V. She's like, I think V would totally be just like, you know, off the charts for me. Like, there's no way like it would be V. And then he's the one that looks at her at soundcheck. And then the concert that night, like every t- single time, like I know you're kind of like half joking, but you half weren't. You're like V. <laughs> like every time you come on the screen, and you're like my new bias, but like. I really think something changed when he saw you and you like made that eye contact. And cause then you feel like you have that connection and he is someone that remembers people. We've seen it in, you know, people posting on Twitter when they go to fan signs and people post posting on Twitter that like have gone to mo- multiple concerts and been like barricade and um, the guys have seen them and stuff like, they remember certain people they remember faces even though they see like tons of people v is definitely one that like remembers so you can come visit me in korea and we go to a fan sign or like something or we go somewhere and he could remember you you know like that's something that he could be like oh <laughs> my god i saw you at the concert he might not remember exactly which one he'd be like i saw you at the concert in the in america and It's like you guys have that connection now. But something really did change in you when (laughs) you guys made eye contact.
0: (laughs) I know. This is like people are probably listening and being like, really, girls? Like, (laughs) really? But no, you know, we've already said from the beginning that we think that there's something like just different and very special about BTS. And it's so funny because like. I if I I don't really talk about those feelings to anyone but Army like you and other people who get it, but I happened to mention this to like a friend who was an Army, and the way she was looking at me as like okay I need to stop talking about this because it sounds weird, and I totally probably would, would judge someone talking about this like elsewhere you know about something else be like okay well, that's great but not feeling that you know, but other army like get it right and it's just like i feel like bts comes into your life when you need them i also feel like there's this like weird collective like connection between army bts each other like this just weird community link and everything like that and i do also believe that like at soundtrack it's just very interesting to see like where the guys gravitate and like who gets a look who gets a glance, who gets noticed and everything, and for whatever reason, it ended up being V, and so, like, that's something special. It's, <laughs> like, maybe there's something that I wasn't seeing, that now I'm, like, seeing, and now I have uh, a plush V, a Tata, to commemorate <laughs> the timing. But, yeah, I don't know, like, I um, I know that we kept saying at the end of, like, our, like, kind of, like, quick takes after each show that we would talk about the tour at length. And Mm -hmm. we definitely still plan on hopefully doing that. But like, I was like, there's no way we can come on and not talk about like post-concert depression because it really is a real thing. You have to talk about the full experience, the buying tickets, the stress of that, you know, the actual going to the tour and the concerts, which is so hard to like even explain. And also even though I was there and I want to be back, it's also, like, did it happen? You know? Like, Mm -hmm. it's so hard to, like, explain, like, the energy. Like, again, I'm going to bring up Star Wars World, but (laughs) (laughs) I was watching all these people getting ready for, like, you know, the park to open, the section to open, the land, and, like, they were like, woo, you know, and, like, they came in, and they were excited, but I'm, like, they're not excited the way, like, BTS fans are excited. I'm, like, these people need some organized chants. (laughs) I'm, like, these people, like, you know, and I can't explain, like, the energy, like, if you've been there, you know, if you haven't, I hope you do get a chance to be there, but, like, one thing that's really special, at least at this point in BTS's career, is that Anyone going to their concerts is likely to not be just a casual fan. And that may change as they mm-hmm. get more and more popular, which right now seems to be the time that they're really blowing up and everyone's starting to know them and like they're really starting to gain this like you know huge you know the world is watching them. Anyway, everybody who is at these concerts are like really into it and that's not something that you really get at other concerts, you know. And so everyone is, like, intensely screaming, singing along. And it's just uh, incredible to, like, witness and be a part of. And, like, that is a part that you miss, too. Just, like, I was watching um, a fan cam of Idol and Wild Jimin last night, which I love. (laughs) Jimin, okay, let me just explain this. Like, if you have not watched these fan cams, Jimin is basically – Think of, like, someone at a wedding who's, like, really (laughs) drunk (laughs) and, like, just loses everything. And they're just, like, dancing by themselves, having the time of their lives. Their dress or their shirt is falling off, but they don't care. They're doing splits. They're all over the place. That's like Jimin in concert. When they don't have choreography, he is wild. And he is throwing his... (laughs)
1: <laughs> Bye. that's the best description i've ever heard him and jungkook jungkook gets it too he and jungkook are like the the brother they're like the the groomsmen that <laughs> the single groomsmen that are getting really drunk and just like going crazy they don't care what anybody thinks and just like getting after it and yeah yeah like
0: when i saw him at the Wembley one i was like Was he doing a little Dionysus before this? Like a one shot, a two shot? Because he was wild and I loved it. And when he was an idol and, you know, they do that kick at the end when they come Mm -hmm. into the choreography. He roundhouse to the sky. I was like, Chuck Norris, is that you? (laughs) Because (laughs) Jimin was like, he, I was like, I could just watch him all day. Well, I do, I guess. But (laughs) all day, all night long. Um, anyway, the energy, I don't even know where I was going with this. <laughs> wow, Jimin is the best Jimin ever.
1: Um... No, so, but, okay, so you saying that reminded me of something. Um, I was eating dinner with my parents and their friends the other night, and, um, I was telling them all about the trips and everything, and I remember I had mentioned to my parents' friends that I was going to some concerts, but I don't think they knew that we were going to all six of them. Um... And so my dad's friend, he asked me, he's like, well, were they all the same? Were they different? And I'm like, well, they're all the same set list. But I was like, the energy was different at each of them. And it was really, really hard to describe. Like, I was trying to describe it to them. And um, I was like, well, the weather changed the in each city made the energy different. And like, one night it was cold, one night it was raining. Like, the weather was really good this night. like." it was really hot this night and like people don't understand it that haven't experienced it and it's really really hard to explain um even though like it was really great energy every single time like it was different every single time even though it's the same concert the same set list um they're singing the same songs it's still like the energy was different in every single concert and so it made it seem like we were at a different concert every time because it was so different and also I think the energy like it really depends on where you're sitting too like we got to Mm -hmm. experience from all over the place and I remember like the first night the first night I know you cried during Dionysus and I cried (laughs) during Dionysus too um just like when it first started just because I was like looking around and I'm like we're actually here But, like, my feelings were different in every single concert of, like, when I was, like, hit emotionally because of the energy. And it is, it's just something, like, you look around and you see 60,000 people, you know, singing along. And I was actually watching some of my own fan cams the other night. And I had one um, that I took for my friend who is a gen bias. And during Epiphany... And I like, I panned around and it's like you hear everyone singing along with Jen. Like he's singing full on in Korean in the entire stadium. 60,000 people are singing the words with him. And it's like, not every single person might, like, n- if somebody said those words to them in person, they wouldn't, they'd be like, uh, what does that mean again? But like they can phonetically sound it out and like sing these songs along with them. And it's like, People are learning other languages for BTS, and whether they know it or not, like, you can sing a whole BTS song, you know another language, and it's just, like, it's amazing to just, like, stop and look around. Oh, and this reminds me of, um, I saw an article today, I haven't gotten to watch it yet, um, <clears throat> Yoongi's V Live, he did the other day, and he was um, talking about how it's, like, it's amazing for them to look out into the crowd. And see everyone like singing and dancing along to their songs, and seeing how many people aren't holding up their phones and recording through their screens. He's like, You need to be present. And he's like, Yeah, it's great to have, you know, to record some stuff and to have those memories, but it's better to watch with your eyes and be present. And honestly, like, I did that the last New York show, I did not record one thing. And those were probably my best seats, um, of, of like how close we were. And you know, New York day one would have been better if we didn't have the Amazon people in front of us, but um, and not I the record- company height, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't record one thing because I just wanted to be there and experience it, and like I was sweating. I was jumping and screaming and waving my army bomb. And like, I was dripping sweat and that night it was like super hot and they were going super hard. And those are some of the best fan cams too. Cause they were all dripping sweat. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't record a single thing of it because I wanted to be present and be there. And it's just what you're saying, like that energy and wanting to like, you get caught up in it and wanting to be there. And then it's just like, I want to experience that again. And there's nothing in my daily life that gives me that feeling. And so like, it's really, I think that's one reason for me, it's really hard to come back because I'm not finding anything other. I mean, BTS does, but like, I guess I can turn on a fan cam and wave my army bomb. It's not the same, you know? And it's like, there's nothing that I do every day that gives me that feeling and we got to experience that basically three weeks in a row. And so then coming home from that is, um, is different. So maybe we need to find something also that gives us that kind of energy in our everyday life. But I don't know what that would be.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, it's so crazy. Like I think that when you're there and your senses are heightened and just life is heightened, and it's just so positive and beautiful and incredibly just visually stimulating, Um, I think it, like, opens up this door of possibility for you in your life, and you're like, wow, it's just, like, a different, like, level of living, I guess, but then I think the hard part is after something like that is figuring out figuring out how do I get back to that place and not just not to like chase a high, like in a weird way, but like being like, how can I like just like live at like a higher level when you think about it in some ways it seems impossible. Cause it's like, okay, I can't go to a BTS concert every single day. I don't have like the money for that. But then I thought about it and I was like, BTS gets to go to a BTS concert every day. So <laughs> they get to experience that, you know? Um So I think it's possible to find a level of passion and purpose and belonging and everything like that. And again, it may not be at that level. And honestly, that's not like sustainable. Like if that was like every single day, it's like, okay, well I need a break. But um, yeah, it's crazy. Also one of the things that you said that made me think about that is like, you're so right that every single show was different and i think before we went into the concerts i didn't really think about bts's perspective on like touring but i guess in general i just thought that artists probably just saw it as like a big blur and like everything (laughs) just like ran together because they're doing you know the same songs and blah 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 like what really stands out but after going to all those shows each show did have its own, like, feeling and its own, like, memory in my mind. And so now I do get it when V is, like, oh, I can remember faces or, oh, I can remember things. I know that Jungkook recently said in a V Live, he's, like, you know, I can remember every single concert. Like, I can remember each one because it's just, like, it's just this different feeling and whatever. So I can kind of get that. And even, so I want to actually kind of, like, talk about this in a roundabout way, (laughs) long-winded, but I want to talk about the Wembley thing. So just in case you guys don't know, they um, recently did did two dates in London at Wembley, and this is like a really huge thing because Wembley Arena is so huge, and really only the biggest artists perform there, and they're the first... You know K-pop or Korean artists to play there ever, and like that's just like a big signifier. Just like the biggest artists in history, like can only are the only ones who can like really sell that out, right? So anyway, a big surprise was planned with the fans through Big Hit, and you can look online; it's like all over the internet. The fans ended up singing Young Forever to Forever Young to BTS, right? Or Young Forever, excuse me. And it's like this super emotional moment, right? And I don't want to get too far into this, but basically it's a beautiful moment. It's really pure. And you know that they're going to remember it forever. And they were just really taken aback emotionally. And it's funny because you just don't ever really get to see them as audience members. Like we are in the audience and they're performing for us, but now ARMY got to perform for them. And just to see like how that touched them was amazing. Well, there was some controversy online after this because the Parisian fans had been planning to do this particular song as a surprise to sing to them. And so and it wasn't planned. And so there's a lot of other little like things in the background that like basically has led to a little bit of infighting and arguing. And I can understand like all sides of it because I think how this relates to what I was going to say with us is that you want to be that special like concert that BTS remembers. You want to have that moment that you share. And while you want it with all armies and in some ways there's this collective sense that like, we're all each other, you know? So like, even though that happened at Wembley, it wasn't just like a British fan thing that was like all armies. Yeah. But at the same time, I understand wanting to be the ones at that concert at that show at that moment to be there with them. And I wasn't on social media too much, but I saw some of the tweets from people who are at that show and you can tell that they're like, this was so amazing. This moment I'll cherish it forever, you know, and we're going to feel the same way about our concerts no matter what, but mm-hmm. like, it's one of those things that like, I don't want to say like there's like jealousy, but I kind of get just wanting that moment with them and why that happens. But after you said what you said about like, hey, you know, going to each show, it was like different and special. It kind of like puts it in perspective. And I'm like, you know, it's just different. Like that's a moment they're going to remember, but they're not going to be like, oh, we now love UK fans more than anybody else. I think it's more of like.
1: They're they're not going to forget the stuff that happened in the U.S. just because of that moment. They're going to remember winter (laughs) The winter concert and the first rain concert they've ever had, like we got to experience those and they're going to remember them. That's not something they're going to forget just because this special moment happened in in London.
0: Exactly. Or I was having those feelings even with Brazilian fans because, you know, they're known to be so loud. And I was just like, oh, that must be their like favorite audience. And it's just like these weird things that don't even matter. But then like you saying that it's like, you know what? I don't think like I thought. When we were going to go to all these shows, I was like, I hope by the end of it, I'm not like, oh man, get to this song or, oh man, okay, maybe I went to too many concerts or like, I'm kind of over this or whatever. That was kind of my fear because I'd never done anything like this before. And I was like, what if it's just too much BTS? Well, spoiler alert, it was not. (laughs) And I didn't, like, every show was dynamic. Every moment I wasn't like, oh, let's get to this next moment. It was like, you're just in it. And it was such a good show. And so I feel like it's the same in general with them, excuse me, with them performing. It's not, oh, UK versus US versus Brazil. It's more of like, man, armies. you know, Mikasa, you know, home, the song Home. Everywhere we go is home because of you guys. Like we have this feeling with all of you. And while it might differ and have variations at moments and there are certain specific moments they may take away from that it's still all army at the end of the day and it's still distinguishable and it's still different and one thing I did notice for us U.S. fans to take heart to is that like Brazilians are loud and UK they had that like special moment but there's something about U.S. fans that I think are like wild kind of like Jimin <laughs> mm-hmm. And, like, when I look at our crowds and what I experience versus, like, what I've seen, it's just, like, different. Like, I I don't know how to explain it. But, like, I just feel like it's this, like, I don't know, this, like, passion that, like, comes out, you know, or whatever in a weird, like, frenetic way (laughs) that I haven't really quite seen. Like, I feel like the the Brazilian crowds sing along with everything and they yell. And it's like really amazing to see. And I think it's so awesome, but I feel like Americans just like scream and they're just like, ah, I'm exploding. You know, (laughs) (laughs) we, (laughs) we have no shame. (laughs) Yes. So, and i think they love the variations like just like we love every member in the group and all of their differences and that there's seven different different people i think it's the same it's just like different flavors of like the same thing it's like oh i just love ice cream yeah it may be vanilla over here it may be chocolate strawberry chocolate chip cookie dough but at the end of the day i love ice cream and i
1: want all of the
0: flavors <laughs> so
1: That's a good way to look at it. And like how RM has said, you know, they're, we're ARMY and they're BTS, but then they're our ARMY and we're their BTS sometimes. And like, we're kind of like interchangeable and we love them. They're each their own flavor and we love them together and separately. And same with us. Like they take something different away from each one and it would be it would actually be kind of sad if the experience was the same everywhere they went, you know, like I wouldn't want that for them. I want them to No, have, they'd get tired of it. Yeah. They would get tired of it. They wouldn't want to tour as much. They wouldn't probably wouldn't put as much passion into it because it would get boring um, being the same everywhere they go. So, you know, that would, that's one thing that makes our world so amazing is that everybody's different. We give off different energies. Um, you know, the, the, how we've talked about before, like the Korean crowds are a lot more subdued. Like they know the words, they sing along perfectly with every single song, but they're a lot more subdued and very polite. And um, so the energy is different there. And then in Brazil, like it's just kind of like a big party, which is what Brazilians do. They, they have fun. They're loud. They're excited. Um, They sing, they dance. And You know, here it's just kind of like a free for all. It's just everybody who knows what they're gonna get. Um, And so that that makes it fun for them because they don't really know what to expect in their next stop. Like they're gonna be going to Paris this weekend. It's like yeah, they've been there before, but like they don't know how the crowd's gonna be. They don't know how the energy's gonna be. So like it's it's an anticipation for them too, and it's something to be excited for. And for them to look forward to, instead of being like, like them, like, yeah, we went to six concerts. Well, they're putting on what, you know, 15 concerts, 20 concerts for them to be like, okay, just another concert, just another day. No, they have something to look forward to every time because it's going to be something different. The weather's going to be different. The crowd's going to be different. Um, you know, every, there's going to be something that's slightly different in each one that makes it something to look forward to. And that's what I want for them is for them to, you know, continue loving and doing what they're doing and to not get burnt out. And um, so it's, you know, I think it's amazing. And yeah, I was, I wish I would have been there to sing Forever Young because I love that song, but that's something that, you know, we had a lot of special moments in our concerts too, that I bet people were like, man, I wish I was there for that. And we're gonna always have those memories And if, and when we meet BTS one day, we can tell them our story and be like, yeah, we basically followed you guys around the United States and went to all your concerts. And, um, this moment stuck out to me and they're going to remember those. They're going to be like, oh yeah, I remember that. Like, or, oh, I forgot about that. And you reminded me. And then that'll be a memory that they have that, you know, we get to remind them about. And, um, you know, I think, I think they're all like Jungkook. I think they all remember just about every concert they've ever done. And when when they go back and um, watch some of their old concerts, sometimes they forget. They'll be like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. But the second it starts playing, they'll be like, oh, yeah, y'all remember when this happened and this happened and this happened. And it was like five or six years ago. And it's something that they, that they remember. Because when you actually add it all together, like, they haven't had that many concerts.
0: Yeah, not, like, someone, like, I know I bring her up, too, but Taylor Swift was doing a stadium tour, and I feel like she had, like, 52 dates or something, like, so I feel like definitely on a tour, like, like that, it becomes very blurry, um, But they, you know, like you said, they have about 15, 20. I think it's very easy to remember. And also, it's not even just about, like, details or, like, remembering the whole thing. But it's, like, a feeling. I don't know that you can put, like, words to it. But it's just, like, ah, okay, this show. Like, I remember, like, the energy. Yeah, the energy. Like, there's not, like, vocabulary really to explain that. But you remember the energy. And, like, yeah, I totally do, too. And, like, it's just very distinguishable from each... Each one, even within the same country, even within the United States. And a lot of, we're the same people. <laughs> we went to all the shows, you know, and yeah, it is still like different. So there's a lot of factors that, that weigh in. Mm-hmm. Speaking of though, one of the things that you said, um, is like talking to them and meeting them. And one of the things that I've been just trying to do, um, since the, concerts which I haven't really succeeded at but it's like I want to like really concentrate more on learning Korean yeah
1: (laughs) I kind of do too (laughs) um and I think you actually asked me that the other day and I never responded to it because I have forgot and I've been sick and I've been in my own head but actually yesterday I started um I was doing like Review of stuff that I've learned, and I actually remembered a lot more than I thought I was going to. But yeah, I am trying to get my butt into gear now, since in about two and a half months I will be living there. So um, I'm trying to get back into the swing of things of learning it as well. Um, it's just it's hard. It's really hard to learn another language just in general, and um, it's hard to be like to be disciplined. When you're not being graded, you're not in school, you don't have to learn. Even though I'm moving there, like, I don't have to learn Korean, Um, but I want to. I'm going to their country, and I'm not going to get there and be like, oh, expect them to speak English. No, like, I'm going to try my best to be able to speak their language as much as possible, but... Also, like if I ran into one of them on the street, like I'm not going to go up to them and just start talking to them in English, even though they're learning English, um, especially Jungkook and um, Hobi. And obviously, if I ran into RM, I might speak to him in English because he's fluent. But the other guys, like I'm not going to go up to them and just start jabbering away in English and expect them to understand me like I would like to be respectful enough to be able to say a few things to them in Korean, a few phrases. Um, I mean, I can say thank you and, like, hi and stuff, but I would like to be able to express my gratitude to them in Korean, um, you know, just to show them, like, that's something that that I care about them that much that I want to learn their language to be able to communicate with them.
0: Yeah, I know that since the beginning of our podcast, we've mentioned our interest in it, and for me, like, a lot of things have been just up in the air really busy like really kind of crazy and finally you know I've finally settled down like right around the time that like actually map of the soul persona just came out I was like okay I finally kind of have some time to start learning to actually start learning Korean and what also further motivated me to like really start was Jungkook did a V Live where he was like speaking more English and I was like you know they're the busiest guys in the world and if they can take the time to really learn English I can start to like learn Korean and so I did start a little bit then but then obviously with the concerts everything was like super busy but mm-hmm. one of the things that I've been like just trying to do to feel like connected and to feel I don't know like, doing something productive after the concerts have been over is, like, get back into that. Because, like you said, if I do ever get the chance to meet them, to talk about memories, to talk about that day in Chicago where it rained, I want to be able to do it in Korean. And um, I also want to be able to consume their content in, like, a timely manner and stuff, too, um, without necessarily needing it to be translated and everything. And obviously, that's a long-term, goal but um yeah anyway that's one thing also here's another cheesy thing that I've been um that I started so I I don't even know if I want to share this because this might be like different levels and
1: can I just say something when we started Erica do you know the level I'm on you cannot possibly do or say anything that I will judge you for because you know my level.
0: Well, you have been at that level since the beginning, since you first (laughs) locked eyes on
1: BTS and
0: Snow White (laughs) (laughs) costumes. Um, But for me, again, it's just like kind of like a longer process of like, should I really give in? And I feel like this podcast has kind of been like you – the (laughs) fan who will give everything you know and then me trying to be like okay i'm rational girl (laughs) who enjoys them but i don't care about their hair color changes which i do now and also like for instance their microphones so like side note sidebar so they all for this tour have had like their own different color of microphones right and so I was watching one of the fan cam vlogs from Wembley and I was like, I think RM has a new microphone. Cause I hadn't been on Twitter and it was confirmed, but I'm like, his microphone used I was telling my boyfriend, I'm like, his microphone used to be like solid blue. And I'm like, now it's like sparkly blue. And he's like, I don't really think that's different. And I was like, yes, it is. And then I was like going through it and I was like, by memory, I'm like, okay, this one has this microphone. This one has this color. This one has this color. So I went through and then I was like, okay. Yungi sugar is my bias but what is his I'm like i can't remember i'm like knowing him it would probably be like just a plain black microphone yeah. but i honestly can't remember and then when i saw it again it was, was just a plain black microphone yeah. <laughs> that's why i didn't remember um but i was like oh i just know these boys so much but anyway what i'm trying to say is that like i think i don't want to alienate anyone because i know that like Before I liked Harry Potter, I was like, those people are weird. Like, why are they dressing up? Why are they in capes? Why are they so weird? Fast forward to me, you know, in Harvard Square, listening to Harry and the Potters camping out at midnight for Deathly Hallows and, you know, like, things like that. Fast forward to me sleeping on the streets of London for the premiere of Deathly Hallows, the movie, in the rain. You know, this is a theme. Um... But, like, so it's just, like, once you get into a certain level of a fandom, you can alienate people. And I understand that the people probably listening to this podcast are more than just casual at this point. Like, if you're going to be interested in BTS enough, you're probably going to, to listen to, like, some people talking about it. You're probably, like, okay, I I really like BTS. So I get that. And there's probably not judgment. But I don't want to go so far off that people are, like, okay, I can't relate because you... Are too into it. Like, I'm gonna give one more example because I'm long-winded. I feel like that's the way it is in the Disney community. There are people who are like fans, and I'm a pretty big fan of Disney. Uh-huh. And then there are people who are like too big of fans to me. Like, that mm-hmm. I'm like, mm, uh-uh, this is creepy. You know, like, like really, girl. Like, you know, like you know the people who think that. And of course, all the characters are real but you know what I mean? Like the people, I'm going to have character integrity, but the people who just like do too much with that, you know? So, you know, they're like, Oh, come over to my house. Mickey has a surprise for you. You know, like, I don't know. <laughs>
1: I don't know anyone like that, but. <laughs> I Please don't ever go to anyone's house that says that to you. Please.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Word of advice. But I'm just saying, there are people who get too, like, who are super into things, and it alienates everybody else because it's like too extreme. And I feel like after these concerts, (laughs) I'm starting to go into that, and I just don't want to alienate any of our listeners. That being said, I'll tell you about a new thing that I've started since the concert, and I feel like it makes me semi creepy, but.
1: (laughs) That's a great way to preface something, right? Um, I can't even imagine what this is going to be. Okay,
0: so I feel... I'm like blushing, oh my gosh. Okay, so I have decided to start a BTS journal. Okay. Okay, I didn't know what the silence meant. Okay, so
1: So I was... I was just waiting for you to continue because I already have a BTS journal, so please continue. Of course, you're like, I
0: started it on day one.
1: <laughs> Dear Hobie. No, I mean, anyway. <laughs>
0: love letters until we meet. Okay, anyway. um, I just realized, like, I am a somebody who loves journaling anyway. I don't really like scrapbook or anything, but I love documenting memories. I love journaling. And it just got to a point where I was like, you know what? I would really like to, like, really keep a lot of my BTS memories and they're such a big part of my day that I'd really like to just like write this down and document it and like I have like these tickets from the concert I have photos all of these things are kind of really important to me so I was like you know what I think i want to have a journal that's like dedicated to BTS and everything like that and like you're like oh this is completely normal
1: I'm like this is kind of weird That is the cutest thing. No, like, I want to do that. I've been trying to figure out what to do with all my stuff um, other than just, like, I've got to figure out how I'm going to display it in Korea. But continue your story. Because I really like
0: like, I love this (laughs) So this is a mixture of – so some of the things, like, you're probably wondering. I don't know if you guys are interested. You're like, hey, oh, that's the cool idea. I want to do that, too. Just so you know, this is the sort of stuff that I am including in it. So I am doing just like, just things about like, how did I start liking BTS? How did I find out about them? Um, Write a little bit about the podcast, why it started. Like So there's certain things that are like static, just like the history, my history with BTS. And then I have pages for each of the members just to kind of talk about who they are, what my thoughts are on them. And then some of this is not all done yet. Um, and then I'm having all these like layouts and spreads for like the concerts and what I felt. But then in terms of like, as things go on, for instance, I wrote about the Wembley incident or <laughs> incident, the <laughs> Wembley, <laughs> whatever you want to call it, but I wrote about Wembley. And I just wrote about how touching it was and how it made me really emotional and how I'd been backing off from BTS a little bit because of my post-concert depression, but then I saw that and it just like reminded me of like what it's like to be like in that world and really with them and so connected to them and how like they're just very healing, all this stuff, blah, 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 blah. Um, But I'm also including my like Korean stuff too so my Korean learning is tied to them I'm learning Korean because of BTS so I'm including that in the journal and just like the different things I'm learning and the different words vocabulary and everything like that so those are the sorts of things that I'm including in the um in the
1: journals just like all that sort of stuff I love that and I guarantee you there's the 20 million army around the world, there's like at least 5 million that already have these made. So that is not weird or over the top. I really love that idea because there's a lot of people that have those for other things in their lives. So it's just like, we just so happen to be passionate about BTS, but there's people that have these types of things and journals and scrapbooks and, um for like travels and vacations and, That's something similar, actually, that I want to do when I'm in Korea um, for my travels. I want to have something like that. But I also wanted to have something separate for BTS like that. Um, So I'm trying to figure out how I want to... Because I want to display all of my stuff. I don't know if, like, shadow boxes or... Because I have a lot of small items. And then um, I have all of the, um, the little... Signs that they give out for each show. I have all of those, and I want to like do something with those. So like, I'm taking yours to like an extreme, and of what you're doing. But I, that I think that's a great idea. Um, especially because it's such like a a great memory and a big memory and a big part of like this year and everything. That's a really good idea.
0: So yay. Well, I. I'm glad I don't have any judgment from you. Not that I was expecting it, but you know, if you're listening to this, um, it's okay. You judge me a little bit. I sort of judge people who are super fans of things like to an extreme level. So, you know,
1: we the same I mean, in
0: that you but,
1: seen my room lately. So, huh? <laughs> I said, you haven't seen a picture of my room lately. So, I like, definitely cannot judge
0: you. <laughs> I know, I know. And I just like, I, And again, I think the hard part about being a BTS fan at this age, hard, quote unquote, you know, let's be real. But um, one of the (laughs) difficult, difficult things is that like, as an adult, you are, there's a certain way to behave and a certain way to be. And being passionately into things like that is for kids, right? It's for teenagers, it's for teeny boppers, it's all of this. And I feel like there's like this just level of societal judgment on these things but then it's like if you can find something you're passionate about something that makes you happy every single day something that really you know for some people makes life worth living to be honest then you know that's like a really great thing and people can judge and people can view it however they want but whatever people think about you I heard this on like I think RuPaul whatever people think about you Is none of your business. You know what I mean. So let them think and judge whatever, however they want. If you're happy and it makes you happy and it doesn't like hurt anybody else, then you know, live your life, man. (laughs) Mic drop. Um, Good luck. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Um. So that's that's just where I'm at. So like, as I said with the last like episode that we recorded I've definitely leveled up in terms of like my passion my love my unfettered passion for BTS um and now it's kind of just like at this weird crazy level that is like unprecedented in my life I
1: feel but I think it's so funny to compare because like, I could not have even imagined what you were going to say. I'm like, in my head, I'm like, what could she possibly have done that she's nervous? I've
0: with? made a life-size replica
1: of RM. <laughs> and he's um, like, I at need me one right. of those. If you do, please send me one. I love how you're not um, even creeped out. You're like, <laughs> send me one. I have an order in already. <laughs> yeah. There's literally nothing you could say to, like, no. Like, I think it's funny because you were nervous to say that we're maybe one day we'll have our Patreon and share the uh, fanfic you started writing. (laughs) Oh gosh. Oh no, no, no. (laughs) So that like, yeah, I'm like, what could she possibly say that she's like embarrassed to say to me? Because you know, my level and yeah, like, When I tell people certain things about stuff, they're just like, oh, like, are you serious? But I don't like I don't care anymore because, like you said, like they make me happy. I look around my room and it looks like a 12 year old's room, like what what my room looked like when I was 12 with like. Cut out pictures from magazines of boy bands, but it's just all BTS Um, and I'm in my 30s. But I don't care because it makes me happy. And, you know, honestly, if anyone was going to judge me, I felt like it would have been my parents. And they weirdly have, like, embraced this. And they ask me questions about BTS. Like, they're they're legitimately interested. I think because I am in my 30s and I love them so much. They want to know why. And so it's great to... Be at this level because it really does spark a conversation when you open up to someone and tell them, and they're like, Well, you're in your 30s, so like why? Like, even if they think it's weird, it's like, okay, that's a little weird. So why do you do it? Then you can tell them, and then you can um educate them basically on BTS and their movement. And like, I just I've seen a ton of parents that like have embraced BTS because how happy they've made their kids and then that in turn makes these parents love them and sometimes love them even more than their kids do and it's you know we talk about this a lot of like how they found us at a time in our lives but it's like I've been struggling again recently with like loving myself and you know it's it's a journey but BTS like their message and I'm sure they struggle every day with things too but the overall message is, like, keep working at it, keep loving yourself, and it's such a great message at any age, like, it shouldn't matter how old I am, or how old we are, um, we want to keep memories, and, like, with the Disney thing, there's people that are, like, in their 60s and 70s that have, like, Tweety Bird tattoos, or, like, the Looney Tunes phase, I'll never understand when people wanted to get, like, Tweety Bird tattoos, um, but, like, that have, like, all of these Disney tattoos or like their whole house is Disney, but who cares? Like it makes them happy. And that's something that they love. And, you know, I hope that BTS isn't just like a phase or a craze that happens. And I know we've mentioned this before, like we're in this for life. And even if they do, their popularity does dwindle we're still going to be there and better for us because we can be front row at their concerts and like i want to be in my 50s loving bts still and hopefully that they're still um a group or doing something together because they're just such an amazing group of people um and unlike any one that i've ever come across or met or seen or heard of and i'm just super happy that We are able to experience this um, and be a part of this.
0: I agree. I agree. I'm so thankful um, as well, like to be alive at this time, to be here and ready to love and listen and embrace their music and to be in this like weirdly reciprocal relationship, even though they don't know us. <laughs> um, <Beat laughs> <just> us. Like... <laughs> I know V knows me now. He knows me now um, and everything. So, yeah. So looking forward, um, as we said, we do want to talk about, speak yourself and obviously everything that's like happening with BTS in the coming weeks and everything but I thought it was just important that we do an episode where we just talk about like what these past couple of weeks have been like for us because it has been real it has been like being a little bit like in quicksand or whatever not maybe not quicksand but like underwater and a bit a bit where it's like how do you just back to real life how do you You know, how do you, what's it like, what's life like after a BTS concert? And it's a little rough. (laughs) But we're making our way and we're coming out of that. And once you get out of that, you can kind of like, you know, this five steps of grief, I guess you can, once you get to acceptance, (laughs) then you can like. Look back and really appreciate the moments that you did have with them. And, again, it really was a dream come true. And the only reason that we're hurting so much is because we had such a great time. And mm-hmm. um, look forward to us kind of, like, explaining a little more about that experience and what we – and what happened more so than was us just being like, you know, after the show, w- what just happened? <laughs> 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 so we'll walk you through that. We'll walk you through, like, you know, the actual set list, what we thought of, like, the costumes, what some of our favorite songs and, things were, even though all of it was completely incredible, best show that we've ever been to, Um, and even a little bit about the venues, about the energy, so if you've never been to a BTS concert, we'll share at the point where you can feel like you were there with us, um, and you'll understand the perspective and what goes on there, but for now, I hope you guys all enjoyed this episode about life after a BTS concert. Do you have... So, um, from your leveled up army girl <laughs> Erica <laughs> <laughs> and Molly, who's been there, you know what just hit me that you got your tattoo about two weeks into being a fan of BTS.
1: No, it was like a oh, month. maybe it was. <laughs> I thought it was a month. I got it in October. Didn't I get it in October? Yeah, because I came- Yeah, I got it in October. Yeah, it was like two weeks. (laughs) Yeah. I thought it was a month, but it was like two weeks. Yeah, you're right. When
0: you're just talking about like, I'm in it for life. I'm like, yeah, you committed right away. You were in it from the very beginning. But again, your love has allowed me to kind of like more unfurl my love. And in that way, I can see how we're a lot like our biases you're very much j-hope very enthusiastic jump right in right there and i think i'm more of suga which is like um i don't know if i'm going to show how much i love this but i love it <laughs> so BTS makes some nice. okay anyway <laughs> that's it Let's let you guys go. Once again, we're long winded. We love you. Thank you for listening. And until next time, why say no when you can say? B T. Yes! yes! <laughs> See you next time. Bye.
1: Bye.